Yo, welcome back to another edition of the 64 Worms Club with me, Paul. I'm joined by Jack Moore, aka Sis. Yo. And Wolfie, um, aka Fats Gaz Fett. Whatever you want. Whatever Baldy. you want, mate. How are we doing, boys? Yeah, good, mate. How are you? Yeah, I would describe myself today as Gucci. Gucci. Fresh chin, mate. Is looking prominent, mate. You're, you're like a four year old rooster. <laughs> just, just been trimmed, hasn't it? You know I mean? for, that, for that London sesh at the weekend. I mean, uh, uh, we, however, we do not advise you uh, moving. Oh, yeah, tier two. three to tier two. Yeah. It's oh, a no go zone. Oh, yeah. Just Don't grasp ask me where I am just, tomorrow. Just grasped on myself a bit, but yeah, oh well. Uh, we may be joined by uh, Storm. Uh, soon or at the, uh, after the break, but we're not quite sure yet. But yeah, uh, Thursday episode, which means we'll be talking about the Champions League, uh, which is full and uh, which is fully done. Yeah, thank uh, God. All the places are confirmed, apart from the Europa leagues that are on now. Oh, so we're going to go. So, so we're going to go through all the games that was happened between Wednesday, uh, Tuesday, and Wednesday. Talk about who's finished where and where we think they're all going to end up. So. Um, one one thing I did want to say quickly. What time's Rangers on? Uh, they were already kicked playing. off, mate. They were one 0 up earlier on. Fifty five. Uh, are they winning? I don't know. It is. It is Buffalo Thursdays. So it is Buffalo Thursdays. I'm assuming that Morelos has scored. Bagged a quick atty, mate, and he's gone for a, for a few. Oh, they're two 0 up, and uh, Connor Goldson's bag defo ahead of. 100%. That's a header from a corner. <laughs> oh, 100%. With a Tav assist. 100%. And a Tav is 50. Oh, no. It's, uh, it's, it's a Barisic assist. Is it? Oh, corner from the other side then. That's all that means. Right? Is it on the other side then? Exactly. Yeah. Nice one, uh, Will. You'll be enjoying that one, mate. Well, yeah. Um, I mean, we'll start from the top. We'll start with Group A and we'll go all the way down to Group H. Yeah, remind us, man. Who, who is in Group A? It is Bayern Munich, uh, Atletico Madrid, uh, Salzburg and Lokomotiv Moscow. Yeah, I'm not going to lie so, to you, mate. Uh, when I first saw this group announced, I wasn't expecting a shock. And uh, by the all accounts, didn't get one, mate. Didn't get one. Um, Bayern Munich sailed through. Uh, unbeaten. Did actually drop points though. Uh, finished on 16 points. Alfredo Madrid finished on nine, and they did leave it a bit late actually. Yeah, you, were, um, you were concerned, weren't you? I was a bit concerned actually because I know they've been really, they've started really well in the um, league. Well, flying in the league, let's say, with two games and none at the top of the league. But they're, they're walking that league. They're walking that league, especially yeah. with what Barca are up to. But yeah, um, needed a win against um, Salzburg in the last game away, which they did. Um, so, like you said, there's the two favourites go through. So, not much, wasn't really um, sticky for Bayern Munich, but it could have got sticky for Atletico, but they got it over the line. So, anyone elaborate on those two games, those two going through? I mean, you've probably got the favourites there. And um, well, I think one thing we're going to see in this episode in particular is there is a common theme um, that we mentioned before we came on that a lot of the favourites went through. Um, <laughs> It's. I mean, I know one thing that Harry's spoken about in the past is is what do we need group stages for when the absolute pish of the groups pretty much never really go through anyway. 
Yeah. Um, you know, there's an argument to be said there, but I think with this particular group, the only surprise is that Atletico didn't yeah. get more points. Um, I mean, they, they, I, I didn't. I, I actually, I, I hand on heart can say I don't think I watched one game from this group. Uh, I watched the uh, Bayern Munich game uh, last Wednesday. Well, I've, heard, I've heard that. I've heard that Atletico v Bayern, the second one was a fantastic game, and yeah, you know, realistically, yeah. Atletico versus Bayern are two teams that you wouldn't really want no. to face in, in the next round. So it's going to be interesting to see how those two get on. I think it would be. You know, you got to say Bayern Munich are favourites, favourite, if not if not top three, but they have been conceding a lot of goals in the in the Bundesliga this year, so it's it's very it's very interesting. Atletico are always going to be the same team. Um, yeah. you know, they they they're hard to beat, but they do have a little bit more attacking flair this year. Um, whether that will help or hinder them is is to be is yet to be seen, but I still think when Atletico play. The big teams, they'll play the way that they play in the big games. Um, I can't see them going playing expansive football if they get Man City next round. No, I, I don't imagine they'll do that. So um, Let, let's be honest. Guys, team- let's be honest. Man City aren't getting Atletico in next round. They're oh, getting they're some fucking fodder. Of the barrel, bottom of the they're barrel. Fodder. I, think, <laughs> I still think somehow. Somehow Man City will get Krasnodar. I don't know how, but somehow we'll get them. <laughs> I, I mean, I'm, I'm, I've never seen Port Vale in the Champions League unless City are playing. Yeah. 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 So, <laughs> so at the end, end of the day, it's going to be uh, two teams that I don't want to face. Fortunately, we don't have to play Bayern. Um, and uh, I'd rather not have Atletico in the second round again. I thought we were going to walk that last year and then I got a bit sticky. No, but... We've got Kelleher now, so we should be all right. Don't worry about it. Yeah, we've got Ireland's number one, mate. Um, but yeah, I, I've got notes to say compared to what you said really fast. I, I think Bayern are probably f- firm favourites to go on and win the competition. Um, they're not looking their, invin- their invincible selves like uh, like last year. But same again after Laco Madrid. You don't want to play them in this competition, not over two legs. No. I mean, we've seen that last year, didn't we? Let's face it. So, two of the big giants that have gone through in Group A. Um, moving on to Group B, which is probably... Oh, before you, before you go... Before go on. You go group A. Um, obviously, bottom... Yeah, we don't care about that. Oh, yeah, Salzburg, Europa League, sorry. Salzburg, I mean, um, you know, looking at the teams in the Europa League, Salzburg have got some players... Um, will, they win the, will they win the Europa League? Yeah, probably not. Um, but, you know, if I was Leicester or, you know, Rangers, because Rangers are going to go through, you know, I wouldn't want to play Salzburg. They're not, they're not, it's not like it's a fun away day no. either going to Austria. Well, like you said, they had a chance to go through to the uh, knockout stages with one game to go. So, do you know what I mean? In a, in a group with Athletic Madrid and Bayern Munich, if, um, they held a good account of themselves, of, like, the performances this week. They're this, yeah, the last couple of months they've they've uh, they've done well, but I don't think they're going to get that far in Europa League. Um, I mean, don't get me wrong, there's fodder in the Europa League, which are probably going to get through. So I don't think they'll mind facing them. But will they go the distance? Probably not. No, but, I, I, I don't think United will want them next round. 
No, I don't think. Well, I think a lot of people want United because you never know what team's going to turn up against them. But we'll, we'll get onto them in, in due course. Uh, we'll, we'll go to Group B because this is probably the most uh, um, probably the most con- well, not controversial, but the most intriguing group of the Champions League. Uh, we've got Real Madrid, Brazil, Madrid, Gladbach, Shakhtar Donetsk, and Inter Milan. Oi, my and boys went as- through. My boys. Went through. I've never been happier. <laughs> I've never been happier. The, the look the on the faces. Did you see it when they were watching the end of the um, the other game on the iPad, and they're there, and all of a sudden it, it they find out that they're going through. I I, I celebrated with them, mate. I was well gassed. It was great. I love Munch and Gladbach, like my favourite son, the best. No more. Did you see that? See that clip on Twitter of that video of watching the iPad, and it was like. <laughs> oh yeah, Chelsea fans watching Chelsea, Trent Chelsea. misplays across. <laughs> yeah, I've seen that. I've seen that. So yeah, um, talking about the group. So it was Mid- Real Madrid that finished top. Um, <laughs> Brazil, Madrid, and Gladbach also go through in second game, place. Lad. Uh, Shakhtar Donetsk go to the Europa Leagues, and Inter Milan of all teams out the four are out. Catch uh, completely. Um, this is the the only big, big team that we thought that actually yeah. out, wasn't it? I think this is the only group where you could probably say Inter Milan are more favourites than Brazil, Madrid, Gladbach to go through. And they, out of all the groups, the only team that really didn't. Well, the thing is, though, yeah. not only not only the fact that they didn't go through, but they didn't even get Europa League. No, didn't um, even get didn't even beat Shakhtar, did they? No, I mean to be fair, I mean I was really looking forward to that this group out of the, the six, other than United, obviously. Um, because that was an interesting game. But um, the Shakhtar Inter game, when, once I realised Real Madrid were winning, when it was 2-0 up, the Inter game was the most interesting game in the whole thing because other than Real Madrid, there was three teams that were involved that could go in, out or in, yeah. um, with Real Madrid already through. And to play out a nil-nil and, bo- and both teams go out, You've got to be, you've got to be disappointed. Yeah, you, I think. Go on. No, I just think you've got to be dis- like, why didn't any team manage to get a goal, a goal over the line? If if they'd have all gone out and it'd been like a three-three or a two-two, yeah, a nil-nil, nil-nil, and you both need a win. I'm squibbing it. And and the Shakhtar players look buzzing to be in the Europa League, but for for them, well, for to be fair to them in this group, I'm sure they would have. No, I know, no, I know what you mean. It's not the mentality, but end of the day, you're in a group with Inter Milan, Madrid. Like taking third spot's not bad. See, see, my point with this, Paul, is if at the very start of the group, if you'd have said to Shakhtar, "You'll take Europa," they'd be buzzing. Yeah, they'd no, I agree with that. But obviously, going but to they beat Real Madrid twice. Yeah, I know. You beat Real Madrid twice, and you don't go through. You. But I... end of the day, I mean, we've not even mentioned it yet. Obviously, Madrid went top. They finished top of the group. But they were actually third going into the last game, needing a win, right? Which they did. Classic Madrid. I think we all said last week, no matter how bad they've been in the group stages, they'll probably still go through, which they do. Uh, Brazil, much and glad back will be. I know they're through and they were celebrating at the end, obviously watching around the iPad, but they were poor. Like, I know, I know you love them, sis, and I love watching them as well, but they were piss poor yesterday. Oh, no, um, you're absolutely right. They were, mate. Um, they didn't turn up. But ultimately, the good news is they didn't have to. And I love those boys. <laughs> no, 
You make a good point. But like you says, like you says, uh, Fats, Shakhtar's the Neskin at Milan. They need looking at, man. That, that was woeful, to say the very least, watching it. Because I think I turned it on. When it got to about 60th minute in the Madrid game, and I knew that it was over, I thought I'd switch over and have a look. Well, funnily but, enough, I was watching Forest, Which was almost <laughs> as bad. Unlucky. Now, unfortunately, we were going to mention the Red Dogs today, but because we've got no Forest fans here, we thought we'd, we'd all, leave it to one of the Red all Dogs. All Forest fans listening to this need to know is... We don't care. <laughs> <laughs> it's very sticky. Um, and, um, yeah, good luck with whatever you've got. I mean, Anthony Knockout did break about four ankles when he came on for 20 minutes, but... Yeah, too little, too late, that sounds of it. Yeah, but, but like I say, I mean, these... Like you said, I can't get over the fact that Shakhtar beat Real Madrid twice and didn't go through. How many points did they finish on? Uh, eight. They finished the same amount of points as Buzzy Munch and Gladbach, but I think Munch and Gladbach had a better head-to-head. Well, well Munch and Gladbach slapped them home and away, which didn't help. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I mean, realistically, what? They needed... So they got two points out of four games. Yeah. Well, like you said, Madrid, I mean, looking at the other groups... You got 13 points, 14 points, 16 points, 15 points, all for the top teams. And Madrid finished top with 10 points. Three yeah. wins, one draw, two L's. Well, well honest, honestly, I, I look at Real Madrid and obviously, you know, Real Madrid are European royalty. Uh, they're, the, you know, they're, they're known as Royal Madrid. That's, that's, the, that's the name, isn't it? Um, but you look at Real Madrid and if you're any of the top teams watching them in the group stages so far, you are licking your lips hoping you get them in the second round. Well, like yeah. I, was, I was just going to say, what do you think, how do you think they're going to get on Madrid, Mönchengladbach in the Champions League? Well, the thing is though, I mean, Mönchengladbach finished second, so there could be some tough ties there, but you know, obviously we can figure it out once we get to the end yeah. of who's through and who could potentially play each other, like what potential ties there are, but you know, Munching Gladbach can't get by in. Yeah. That's that's one positive. But um but Real Madrid, so in theory, Real Madrid can't get Atletico. Yeah. And Bayern Munich can't get Munching Gladbach, so they're not playing each other. But I think but Munching Gladbach I can't see getting past the second round, if I'm honest. No, uh, me neither. It, not it, not it, with them being second either. No, nah, mate, they're gonna a, win it, Paul. You watch. It'd be a lovely tale if they did, uh, but I, I can I don't see them getting past the second round. Real Madrid, but even though they did they're win fucking the fucking Madrid, aren't they? Even though they did win the group, I mean, you know they're going to avoid teams like Liverpool. They're going to avoid teams like Chelsea. Um, you know, but they could, they could they're going to avoid City. Um, but they they could quite easily come up again. Oh, they can't face Barcelona either. So who can they? I don't even know who they can actually face. Well, shall we get to it when we've gone? We'll go for yeah, all the groups. Yeah, go on. We'll move. We'll go for all the groups and then we'll talk, discuss who can get who. Yeah, no, I know. But my point is with them. I mean, you look at them defensively, and if I'm not the biggest fan of Ramos as a defender, but Varane's gone. He he's mentally. Yeah, I was going to speak about this in another gone. week, but I've because I was going to put it to a question to when we were all here, but. I have never seen anyone with such a high profile of his. We all agree uh, over the last four or five years has been a world-class defender mm-hmm. up there. Like, do you know what I mean? 
quite a high profile. Uh, won a lot with Madrid, which doesn't mean anything, but still. Well, it, it does to a certain degree. Yeah, but you know what I mean? It's not an argument. It's not what we put into an argument, is it? Oh, they've won no. a lot. No. Um, but the performances, I mean, I've, I've listened to a few podcasts myself and a lot of them have said it, who admire the bloke. They just can't understand how he's gone from that level to being a mistake in him every game. Like he's got, I was going to mention, I mentioned it now because it's the last group stage, but he's got the most errors by anyone in the Champions League so far, which is mental. And like you said, the, the fodder says in this Champions League, Locomotive Moscow, you've got Marseille who can't score, Michelin, Krasnodar, all of these teams, and yet he's got more errors than anyone. You know what I think it can bottle down to sometimes? I think for a defender, what what Varane has lost is probably the best outball in world football. Yeah. Ronaldo. Ronaldo, yeah. If you're a defender under pressure and he's on halfway line, kick it as hard as you can because you'll get a one-on-one with goalkeeper. You've got yeah. a guaranteed outball. I think when you take that off a defender, it's a shock to the system sometimes. Nice. Same, same as when he plays for France. Mbappe, outrageously good outball. If you're under pressure... He reads a good outball. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like, yeah. if, you're, if you're under pressure, just lump it. You'll get on the end of yeah. it. All of a sudden, when you take that away from someone, it can be panic stations. Um, it's not that he's a, a bad player, obviously. I just think it's um, a bit sticky because they've got to find a different way of playing. And they're having to fight, you know, think on the feet a bit more, a bit more than they used to anyway. Um, He's 27. Yeah. yeah. Oh, no, is, I agree. This isn't a man at 33, 34 years of age who, you know, has lost his, lost his legs or, yeah, exactly. You know, he's, he, he, it's not, but it's, not, it's his decision making when people are running at him. It's his, his defensive he looks a position. His defensive positioning, he's getting caught ball watching. It's, it's like he got called, but he got called ball watching yesterday. Um, I think it was Chiram or Alexander Play got put through on goal. A simple ball straight between the two centre backs, and I was like, you just don't. I just, you just don't like. You never see that with Madrid, do you? Not with them two playing. I mean, Ramos has been out injured a lot. Well, not a lot, but he's been out last few weeks or what. So, and you're finally like, right, they're back together. Ram might start performing like we all know. But like you says, I think it was like 20 minutes in. Simple ball straight through the middle of the pair of them and players on. He should have scored, really. Um, I just find it strange, like you said, Fats. I just, but the just... thing is, though, like, I just don't understand. He, like you said, there's not many players that have gone from the heights of what he's been. Yeah, exactly. So quickly. To, to how shit he is so quickly. It's not a zero to 100, is it? It's the complete opposite. It's... It's not like he's had a bad like two or three weeks from Madrid, and it's like, oh, he's 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 like he's had no goal. He's he's been piss poor in one of these games throughout the entire season, league as well. He's been shipping goals and been leading to errors, own goals, give away about four or five penalties this season. It's it is a bit strange, very strange. But before we move on to the group um, group C, I'll touch on Shakhtar. Obviously, going into Europa League before we move on. Um, Shakhtar have been in the Champions League, Europa League for God knows how long. Every year they're always there, there or thereabouts, aren't they? They've played some decent football this group. Do you think they've got any chance of making an upset in the Europa League? Um, I think I'll, I, I'll answer that from my perspective. Absolutely fucking no chance. Not as in win it, but like they'll get fought. Maybe they're about to get to the semis or final or quarter final, semi finals. It's a benchmark. 
depends who they get. I mean, if they get a couple of easy ties and then they get like a team like United, I mean, like, <laughs> you said easy ties. Maybe, <laughs> maybe you know what I mean, though. Like, you know, you, you come up against Man United, no one knows what they're going to get. So, no. you know, I wouldn't, I wouldn't. Also, this is a team that beat Real Madrid twice. I know this Real Madrid team isn't the same, yeah. but they have beat Real Madrid twice. So, I'm not completely ruling them out of doing well. I don't think they're going to win, though. Um, I don't think they're going to win, but I think I can see them pushing semi-finals. I don't think they, you know, a depends bit of a while. Depends who they depends get. Depends who they get. Um, we'll move on to Group C, which is a bit of a walk in the park. Uh, Man City finished on 16 points. Uh, Porto finished on 13, and then Olympiacos and Marseille, nah, uh, three points each. What What was it, Andre Villas-Boas said? <laughs> to be shitting Champions League, at least you've got to get to Champions League. <laughs> yeah, they've been fucking Bob, haven't they? Absolutely, Bobbing. They won a game. They finally won. Absolutely, um, Bob. And apart, I won't even say Port are a fairly good side, really. I mean, it's literally Man City and three fodders, weren't it? You know, um, you know, Porto were in the Europa League. I know yeah. they've got form for Europa League winning as well, especially when they had Falcao. I mean, that's a that's a while ago, isn't it? Yeah. But, um, I, I think if you put Porto in the Europa League, they would do all right. Yeah. Um, because the thing is, that with Porto, what seems to be happening to them at the moment is they get a fairly easy group, finish second, and get absolutely trounced in the second round. Yeah. Um, I think I remember him being last year, being in a group with like Porto and Valencia and whatnot. I'm sure they might have gone through we, last we year. We absolutely slapped them that year, yeah. didn't we? We, did. we beat them 5 0 away. Ty's done. You know what I mean? See you later. Thanks for coming. Should have just, mm-hmm. just took a bye in a 3 0 loss in the second round. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, so yeah, City walked it unbeaten like, um, like Bayern. Five wins, one draw. Uh, Porto, but to be fair to Porto, um, 13 points, three points off Man City. It's not too bad. But who did, uh, they, who did they play other than City? What was it, Marseille? Olympiacos and Marseille. Yeah, finished third. Yeah, so Olympiacos are yeah, to the Europa League. God, Marseille are bad. Well, Marseille had gone on a run, didn't they? About 14. Is it 14 straight losses in Champions League? Was it something like that? It's in the teens, weren't it? They hadn't they hadn't won a Champions League game since like 2009, albeit they hadn't qualified every year. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah. They, they, but, but they hadn't won a Champions League game since like 2009. I think that was when we had them in our group when Torres was, was playing for us. Yeah. I mean, uh, but yeah, well, I mean, we'll go straight into it because, like I said, this this group's been done for a, about two weeks now. Man City, they're always tipped as one of the favourites. Um, and Porto, like you says, they normally get through with an easier group stage and then finally come up against a half decent team and get knocked out. Do we see any? Do we see Man City being this year? Well, <laughs> this is what I find mad about City, right? Because you know when. They play their best football in the league. They end mm. up coming in, coming unstuck to some complete bum because they, they get either too overconfident and pick the wrong team or they get too overconfident and don't try hard enough when they're on the pitch. You know, yeah. Like they did last year, was it Leon who knocked him out because Pep tried to play fucking... Too 11, com- it makes it too complicated. Midfielders all of, like, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I reckon by not being able to build up the confidence and the arrogance that they're used to in the league, I reckon they'll do an awful lot better in Europe. I really do. Because they'll not take things lightly. 
Uh, and I also think that for Pep to regard his tenure at Man City as success, I think they've got to win Champions League. And he ain't going to be there for yeah, more I than two I think Gaz has mentioned two. that before. Yeah. Yeah. I think I think Gaz has said that before. I think I think City basically brought him in to win the Champions League, didn't they? They didn't, they didn't need league trophies or anything like that. They've already won them. Um, their main goal was to go and win the Champions League. And it's not quite happened for him. I think I always defend Pep. I do believe he's one of the best managers to ever live. Um, but the biggest criticism for me is when it comes to the Champions League, especially Man City. I mean, he's done it. He's done it before with Bayern Munich. I remember when he went three to back against Barcelona when they had Neymar, Messi, and Suarez. Mm. Went to a back three and got dished. I'll never forget that game. That was ludicrous. I think he swapped after about twenty minutes, but they're already two 0 down. Um, and then Man City, like he says, they just overcomplicate it. Um, last year, what was the year where they played? There was a year where he, he like tried to fuck about with the tactics, trying to play like a false nine. Never worked out. Um, got locked out to Leon, didn't they? Last? Was it yeah, Leon? Yeah, last, last season, Leon, mate. Yeah. Last yeah. season with Leon, uh, the year before was Spurs. Was, was Spurs. What's, what's really telling with Man City? And uh, I don't want people to start talking about Gaz's hating on City again. But since Pep's been at Man City, they've not got past the quarterfinals. Yeah, mm-hmm. the amount, with the amount of money that they've spent, quarterfinals is poor. It it really is. Um, I do think they'll do well this year, but do I see them winning it? Not really. I think defensively there's still problems. I think I think Bayern Munich would absolutely fucking mow them down. I really do. Um. <laughs> Yeah, I can't. I don't know. I'd agree with you that last year, but I don't think Bayern Munich. Uh, I mean, if you really, if you have followed Bayern Munich this whole season, then you'd be like, well, they are. They're not looking nowhere near what they were like. I mean, last year they did look unplayable, probably the, for a long time, the best I'd seen. Um, do I think Man City are going to go on and win it, no matter who they get? Um, I'd probably still say no, but I think they'll probably break the curse of getting. I think they will get past the quarters this year. Uh, I, th- I think they will. I'm not saying they will. No, um, I but I, I, I do think that um, they have got to improve. Don't get me wrong. Compared to like the seasons before, where Man City have been dominant in the league, if they've won the league or finished second, I mean, this year they don't even look like they're going to finish third. Now, mind top or second. Uh, so it is a bit of a sticky one for Pep. But I think he he must know now that the pressure is on him to deliver this trophy. Especially with the contract extension recently. Well, the thing is, though, as well with with Man City, I, I I'm starting to think now with with them in Europe specifically, if it's just a real mental block. Yeah, uh, like you said, I mean, it's it probably is. Uh, you've got to realise. I mean, we joke about Liverpool and everything, but Liverpool had um, scenes where you think, well, they'll go on and win it, and they never do. Obviously, the season when we finished on 97 points, it was like we're just never going to win this trophy. Because it's just it's mentality, isn't it? Mm-hmm. And Man City need to flick that switch really to to think. Well, we might be able to win it. We've got a good enough squad where they should be like, no, we are favourites for a reason. We've got a good enough manager, good enough squad, probably yeah. But they've got to get it all together. They've definitely got a good enough squad, and they've definitely got a good enough manager. The managers won it before, um, twice, twice, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yes, yeah. So Pep's won it twice before. He's shown he can 
do it, albeit he hasn't shown he can do it without Messi, but we'll move on from that. But, you know, he the squad's good enough. The squad's definitely good enough. The squad is the probably the second best squad in world football after Bayern Munich. Yeah. Or, or it's or it's on par with Bayern Munich. Um so the squad's fine. Um but they just need to find a way of not bottling it. Yeah. They bottled it every time. Um, I, I think the Spurs the Spurs one was a big like what the fuck have they got to do to get do you know what I mean? Like where they probably thought well we've got Spurs in the quarterfinals. I mean Spurs were nothing really, were they at the time either? They weren't the, they weren't a massive Force in the Premier League, were they really? It's like it's like when they got Leon last year. Everyone yeah, exactly. That and went right. Well, they're going to be in the semis. Um, it's Man City's to lose. Actually, a lot of people were thinking yeah. Man City were the favourites, and City have actually been the favourites or joint favourites of the past two or three seasons. Yeah, I, I remember saying a few times last year I thought they were going to win it. Yeah, I I stand by. I I don't. I, one day City are going to win it. Obviously, yeah, they will. They will. I think they will. At some point. I just don't see it this year. I just... I think out of the last three or four seasons, I'd probably say out of all the seasons perhaps been there, I'd probably say this is the least... the Not the least likely, but it's not the strongest city side you've ever seen at the minute. But it's not the strongest standard of, in Europe. No. Yeah, so, true. So you've got Bayern Munich, who obviously are outstanding, but they're not as good as last year. Um, Liverpool aren't as strong. Um, Real Madrid we know aren't as strong Barcelona no, Juventus Atletico Madrid are probably having a good year but is that yeah, probably stronger else, is that because everyone else isn't yeah Could um, you know so they do obviously they've got a chance but I, I just wouldn't be surprised if they played Munch and Gladbach next round and lost you know what I mean? yeah it won't put it past it well before we move on to group D uh, anyone want to comment on Olympiacos' chance in the Europa League? Oh, yeah. Look, I've got three words for you, mate. Lovely cushioned header. <laughs> was that the anniversary? Was it last? Was it two days ago or something? Yeah, I think was it, it might, fifteen I think years it, ago. Yes, I think it might have been, mate. Yeah. Something? What? What? Oh, yeah, you, lo- you, yeah, lovely cushion header for Gerard. I'm sure it was. Neil Meller's been dining off that for years, hasn't it? Yeah, isn't it? And that goal against Arsenal. But yeah, that yeah. one against Arsenal. He, he, know, he, he meant it as well. He meant you, it. You, you ask him which one people will ask him about more. It'll be that assist to Gerard. I'm telling yeah, you. Yeah, well, definitely. Well, now you talk about it, Gerard, we'll move on to Group D. Uh, Liverpool. Uh, run away with Group D. Shout out to the winners. Uh, along with Atalanta. Is, is this, Ajax. as far as we know, is this the first time that a team's under-21s have topped the group? Well, <laughs> now come on, sis. It weren't the under twenty ones every game, was it? I think it might be the first but, time that under twenty ones and reserves have topped a Champions League group and gone through. Well, <laughs> the thing is, though, man, like, I this is why this year in the Champions League, I've I've not held as much interest so far. Um, our group's been kind of dead. Our group's been just absolute dross. Um, I had people messaging me the other day, actually, trying to trying to trying to rile me up because we drew with fucking dwarf FC Midgetland. And at the end of the day, who cares? Like we were already through. Um, it was a, it was a boring performance, but you know, I think the thing with us, the only thing that that really kind of gives me hope is 
we've got players coming back. Yeah. At, at some point, so the the the, qualif- the knockouts will be. I mean, we we still aren't going to have Gomez or Van Dijk throughout the whole of the Champions League, um, which is going to be a big loss for us in terms of winning it. Um, I can't see us winning a Champions League without Van Dijk playing. Uh, but like we said earlier on, I mean, who is looking good in Europe? Not many. <laughs> You know, so, um, but like you say, I think the Champions League this year is going to be if if Bayern Munich don't pick up form back to the best, it's going to be one of the most open Champions Leagues you've ever seen. Yeah, mm-hmm. especially where, you, like you said, you've got no well, not no crowds, but very few yeah. fans at the minute. But if you look at the if you look, it's exactly the same way when you look at you know the the biggest domestic leagues. They're all over the place. You know, in, in the Prem, you can separate the top, what, like nine with fucking seven points and some bullshit. The yeah. leagues are all over the place at the minute. And I can't understand why the Champions League would need to be any different. Anyway, yeah, you know, it is a lottery. Who knows? Well, the thing is, though, as well, because everyone's playing twice a week, mm-hmm. you know, there's the amount of injuries, the amount of players that are tired. Mm-hmm. You know, it's... Um, at least in the Champions League, you get five subs. Um, True. But I, I do think it's going to be... If you were to say to me, right, who's winning the Champions League, my gut instinct would be Bayern Munich. That's just my gut instinct because they've still not lost a game. So mm-hmm. um, Yeah, I'd also say Bayern. But, you know, you can't rule teams like Liverpool's and Cities out entirely because on the day they can beat anyone. So... It's mad. I mean, obviously, just touching on this group again, um, Atalanta, you know, they had a, a probably one of the surprise packages of the Champions League last year, them and Leon, you'd yeah. say. Um, how do we see them carrying on? Um, I think they've got to improve. Um, I don't think they've been anywhere near what they were last season. Um, obviously, associated with just outscoring teams, probably playing the best football in Europe. Um, but, well, Probably not the best, but one of. Probably the most exciting. But they have been leaking goals a lot this season, especially in Serie A. Um, they were really poor against us when we played them away, actually. Um, t- caught it back a bit against us at home. I thought they played... They were not back to the best, but they looked like the team that we'd seen from last season. Um, but in terms of the Champions League, will they do anything? I can't see them doing anything more than what they did last year. So, what was that quarterfinals, semifinals did they finish? Was it semifinals? What was against that? PSG? Who? Leon? Uh, Atlanta. Atlanta, yeah, Atlanta. yeah. Semis. Semis. So, I, don't, I can't see him getting to the semis again. But um, I think, like it says, Atlanta will probably just be happy that they're through. They were with Ajax in the group. Ajax are no mugs. Not the team of old from two years ago, but um, they've picked them to the, to the last spot with a win. So... I don't think they've been too bothered. What, what happens from now? Is it just, just, yeah, just playing the football? <laughs> I don't see Ajax doing that great in the Europa League. No, I don't. They're just not the team of what they were, were they? It's been dismantled, really. No. And I mean, we're linked with their centre-back, aren't we? Who looks like the best player at the minute. So, probably going to get even worse for him. Yeah, especially if we take him in January. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, Ajax look a completely different team without Ziyech, don't they? Well, don't tell Storm that. 
He'd be crying but, about but, him. You know, the, the, you know, you know when you before when you had Tadic and Ziyech, it was like there was more than one place where the creativity can come from. Yeah. Whereas I've I've watched Ajax a couple of times this year through Champions League, and they've not looked like creating even half as much. No. Um, and I think the, the games we played against Ajax, I mean, we beat them twice, didn't they? Yeah. Uh, yeah. One next time. That, that was that was two of the easiest games that we had. Yeah, they didn't create a lot. Like you says, they've not got that attacking price of a couple of seasons ago. Well, I think Taddeus um, looks quite isolated as well. Hunter Lash still gets a game for him and he must be fucking 50. <laughs> He's about 38, I think, something like that. Yeah, like, it, it was 15 years ago he was playing for Real Madrid. <laughs> you stand out long <laughs> ago. Wasn't he at AC Milan before that? No idea. I can remember him being at Madrid. He, he, he was at Schalke. It, it, it was, I mean, he was at Schalke for a, for a long bit. time. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, he used to he used to he used to be a, a guy. He was an up and coming don, wasn't he? Untilar. Yeah, there, there yeah. was a time when he was keeping Van Persie out of the Ducks team. Yeah, I can remember that. <laughs> imagine. Could you imagine dropping Van Persie for Huntelaar? In it, <laughs> it's a brave decision that. So, before we move on to... Well, we'll go for a break in a minute and we'll do the last four groups, but Liverpool, one of the favourites, probably not going to win it again. I would I would say, depending on how... It all depends on who you get in the next round, doesn't it? But I think... Yeah. Um, I can see Liverpool getting to the quarterfinals. I can see us getting further than that, but I don't think we'll win it. I think with how stretched the squad is at the minute and mm-hmm. if we carry on form in league and we're close to challenging for it or leading, I can't see Klopp prioritising Champions League again. In my well, opinion. Though, I'm, I'm, hoping, I'm hoping we get Chelsea in the quarters because then we'll get to the semi. <laughs> well, on that note, lads, we'll go for a break and we'll discuss the last four groups, shall we? Right, quick one, United fans, don't tune in for the second half. <laughs> Yo, we're back from the break. Uh, Corey Tarpe, aka Storm, has arrived. Hello, hello, hello. How are we, man? Uh, I'm all right. I've had an absolute fucking nightmare of a day at work. Oh, what a surprise it is, you. It is what it is, isn't it? Well, uh, I thought I'd open up with you anyway, Storm, because we are going to move on to Group E, which is Chelsea, Seville, Krasnodar and Wren. Well, from the last round of games, the E obviously stands for ecstatic. Well, exactly, mate. <laughs> exactly. Um, Chelsea went through with 14 points. Not really surprising. And Seville also went through with 13 points. Krasnodar actually beat Ren to the Europa League spots. So Krasnodar will go into the Europa League. Ren are out completely. Um, Ren, Storm, I'll, I'll let you talk about it, mate. What, yeah, what do you think? Ren finished on a whopping one point, bless them. First time they've ever played in the Champions League. Um, I think they got dished by a lot of teams, but with Chelsea's game last night, no, well, not last night, sorry, on Tuesday, um, fielded a pretty, pretty strange eleven, to say the least. I mean, Tino Andrean got his start, which was nice. I mean, he didn't play particularly well, but I don't really expect much else from a seventeen-year-old that's never played in the Champions League. Uh, Billy Gilmore, 
man of the match. That's his uh, that's his third debut man of the match. He got a de- man of the match in the Premier League debut, man of the match FA Cup debut, and man of the match Champions League debut. So he's like, he's like a, the Scottish Rashford, isn't he? He's like a, he's like a little Jock Rashy, mate. <laughs> Um, obviously, Kepa conceded, conceded with his first shot on target that was hit at him. Oh, in all ah. fairness, I did watch it and I thought I'll let him off for that one. It was a good goal, but still, come on, agenda. Well, no, agenda, agenda pushes. I, mean, I don't know mate. what Andreas Christensen was doing. He, he weren't even looking at the fucking player that hit the ball when it went in. But... <laughs> um, it was just a, it was just a nothing game for us, really. I mean, I didn't really watch too much of it because I was too busy watching the, uh, you know what? Yeah, the, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I, I watched bits and bobs of it. I mean, Jorginho scored another hop, skip, and a jump, which is always nice for Jorginho. I know, I know, uh, you're a big fan of him. I think every, I think the, I think even the players sort of knew that this is we've already through. Let's just let's yeah. just start. and have, it was a, it was a night for the fans sort of thing. The fans there get some first game of Champions League football that they could go and watch for a long time. So, what, yeah. what, what do you think of? Um, so, what do you think of the group situation? Obviously, you're through. What do you think of your um, the potential for Chelsea in the Champions well, League? Yeah, facts have just been speaking about this. Um, I I wouldn't be surprised if we made it through the next round, but then I think when it gets to the quarterfinals is where everyone starts getting properly tested. I mean, it depends what who what kind of team we get drawn against. Now we don't, we don't see another game now until February. No, that's mental. So a lot a lot can change. I mean, I mean, you know how the Champions League goes, and there's teams that have scraped through, e.g., like Munch and Gladbach and so on and so forth, that could go on mental runs now and we could end up drawing them and lose to them. So I'm not going to put my neck on the line and say, oh, yeah, we're going to get through to the semi-finals or whatever, because I think it's just anyone's game at the minute. Yeah, I, I think we've, we've like, all mentioned it. I said, yeah, I said to guys, I said, uh, it's sort of, the Champions League sort of an enigma this season. There's been quite a lot of uh, mental results. Yeah. As opposed to like, usually you get your best teams that are absolutely battering people. Whereas like, so even in our group, Krasnodar beat Ren. Krasnodar, I think Krasnodar drew with Severe as well, and no one have ever pulled that out. No. So, yeah, I mean, standard one, one, one. 14 points, though. We can't really moan at that. I mean, I know we had an easy group, but it's it's just about finishing top, really, isn't it? Yeah, like you said, that's all you can do at the end of the day. I think I think Lampard would probably even accept a second, just just get through. Yeah. Um Obviously, it's a bit difficult to start the season. The game's coming thick and fast, so... Well, it was nice to um, be able to rest our full first team 11. Yeah, now, same, same with us. Because I think my food's here, so I will be back in a moment. All right, man. Well, uh, anyone else want to jump on the Chelsea, Seville? Um, what do you reckon Seville's going to do this Champions League? Hopefully um, play us. Put him? Hopefully play us next. But yeah, probably. Yeah, I mean, the, the only thing that Severe are gutted about at the minute is the fact they're that they're not third. That's what I mean. They're not in Europa, but they're wounded. Yeah, they're gutted. Um, well, to be fair, I like with, with Chelsea. I mean, we're, we're you know, obviously Stone said similar things to kind of what we were saying, but with Chelsea, you don't you don't know where they're going to go either. Um, it's a long time in it, February. Anything could happen. Well, it's not just that. I mean. I, I'm still yet to see Chelsea beat a big team. So, 
Well, Storm would probably say they beat Seville. The thing, the thing is, I know he's, he's gone now, so he can't say anything, but like, he still haven't. So, like, <laughs> like it's, not, it's not like I'm making it up. No. You know, but um, I think, you know, it's going to be interesting to see Chelsea when they have to play one of the Europe's elite, if they get the chance. Um, it'll be interesting to see what happens when they play someone like, I don't know, Dortmund. Or you know, a team that's. I don't bad. think they. I don't think they'd be bad against Dortmund. I think the likes of Madrid. Where I don't think Madrid are much better than Chelsea at the minute, but Madrid have been there. Uh, massive experience throughout the squad, and Chelsea, like you said, they've got a, a young, technically a young manager. He's only just started his career in football, um, and quite a young team. So. He's can't even be forty yet, can he, Frank Lampard? I don't can't think he. I don't think he will be. Um, he probably, he probably just touched forty, but maybe a bit older. But like you said, I, I, Chelsea are a bit of a strange one at the minute. I, I mean, they are doing well in the league compared to what we thought they would, especially when they were leaking goals at the start of the season. But fair play to them; they've finished top of the group. Fairly an easy group, but they've done the job. They can do what. They've done what well, they can do. I think the only, the only, Chelsea were the only English club with an easier group than us, weren't they? I don't know. Cities weren't. We, I think all English teams bar Man United got easy groups, really. If you think about it, I mean, Man City had Porto, Olympiacos and Marseille. We yeah, had, you say Cities is slightly easier than ours, actually. We did have Atalanta and Ajax. Yeah. I mean, obviously, going into the season, Atalanta would have been a hard game, but I don't think Atalanta were anything like they were last year. Um, I don't think Chelsea are going to win it. Uh, I think it'd be a miracle if they did, but I do see them going through the next round. Actually, whoever they get, unless it's a really massive team, obviously being top of the group, um, it's not going to be a massively difficult team unless they get Barcelona. Uh, but, or Atletico. Yeah, they might not go through actually. <laughs> but. Uh, Backtrack, I'll backtrack on that one. But uh, yeah, moving on to Group F. Um, Dortmund through, along with Lazio and Club Brugge, finished third with eight points, to be fair. Um, didn't have a bad campaign, actually. Uh, Dortmund are, and I'll say this, we are, very strange team. They are probably the biggest hit and miss football club you'll ever see in European football, apart from probably Man United. Um, one game they can turn up with all these youngsters, and you think, "Wow, they're like they've got like a squad here for for the ages." But uh, other games, a lot they can get battered quite comfortably. Uh, they scraped through against um, Zenit actually on Tuesday to go through to, uh, group leaders, but Lazio as well, not a bad side. A bit of an underdog story, I think. If they get anywhere in the Champions League. But what do you think about Dortmund? If um, when Haaland's back, I'm guessing Haaland's going to be back in January, isn't he? Well, if, with, with Haaland at his, at his best, they can. And, and if Jaden Sancho turns up this year, yeah, um, stinking at the minute. They, they can they can beat a lot of teams. They can. They're they're a, they're a strong team. It, it makes me wonder actually if by if Dortmund aren't slightly annoyed that didn't sell Sancho in in the summer, because mm. they would have got. A lot of money, and I'm not saying he's going to instantly go for thirty next year, but 
I think it, it won't be the price won't be as high this summer. No, uh, they've got a lot more than what he's worth. Yeah. So you know, if, if the, the, Dortmund are really good going forward, but at the back Dortmund are not good. They're not good. Uh, if Dortmund are going to go through in a Champions League round, they're going to have to score four goals. Yeah, they are one of them teams. Like, um, they're probably one of the best attacking sides in world in European football, but defensively, probably one of the worst in, in terms of the big big teams as well. Did they top the group? Yeah, they did top the group on thirteen points. Last year, finished with ten points. So, in reality, the thing is with with Dortmund, there's a lot of teams they can face. Because obviously Bayern Munich got came top as well. They can't play them. Uh, Munch and Gladbach finished second. They can't play them. So there's a lot of teams that can actually come up against. Um, and obviously with Lazio being one of the weaker teams going through, if if Dortmund don't get someone like Porto, yeah, uh, or, or maybe Atalanta, you know they could go out pretty early. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think like I mean we touched on how they're going to be back in February. I think that's a real big bonus for Dortmund. The fact that Haaland will probably be back fit, um, like you touched on Sancho, they probably will need him to find his form because he's been re- he has been. I'm not saying this because Man United missed out him, but I love him. But it, he's been really poor from this season. In fact, got to the point where he didn't get played against Zenit of the week uh, midweek. And he didn't even come off the bench first either. I think they brought that youngster on. Um, for I think he's fit. I just think he's been. I just think he's been out of sorts. I just. I'm back, by the way. But Sancho's incredibly out of form. Incredibly out, of, frighteningly out of form actually. Because I think we all in this chat didn't want him to go to. I think uh, Man United could have dropped a slight bollock on the Jaden Sancho situation because if he doesn't find his form again. No one's paying hundred and fucking twenty million pounds for yeah, him. Yeah, you can say that, but you wouldn't have <coughs> would they have expected no, to keep him expecting yeah, his form to go down as bad as it is. You you weren't here, but I, I pretty much said the same thing. I think that you know that if if United I mean, don't get me wrong, Sancho's not gonna suddenly become thirty mil, that's what I said earlier, but oh, no. he's he's not no one's coming in for hundred and twenty mil this summer. No. He no, was not going to get anyone as daft as Man United chucking under. No, but he was. He was last summer one of the hottest properties in world football. Now, one thing that can change that by the end of this season is if he, if he comes, if he just picks up his form and has a mint Euros, he'll be back to 120 mil. Yeah, but I, I just don't see Dortmund having enough firepower to match how bad their defense is. Me neither. Um, I think they rely on a lot of the youngsters um, and a lot of the experience in the club is in the back four, which is not good enough. Uh, I used to love Hummels. Uh, he's nowhere near the player he was. Well, Hummels is a bit, of an, bit of an exception because he's he's really old now. No, he is really old. He's never had legs, but like, it looks like a mis- Akanji is not good enough at that level. Said that for age, said that for years. Uh, Mounier playing right back yeah he's, he's alright but again he's not really caught it at the big stage um, and then you've got Berkey in goal who's unbelievably overrated one of the worst goalkeepers you'll see got to mistake him every week but um, 
with Haaland, you can you can they can do anything really. Anything is possible with Bra Erling Haaland in exactly. Um, Lazio, should we touch on them a bit? Do you reckon they can cause an upset? Well, this is the thing, right? If Chiro Mobley can spark into his form what what everyone knows he can, I mean, he's had a bit of an up and down career in Mobley. Very much. Up he and was down at Dortmund. Career. He was at Dortmund, and he weren't really good. Flopped it. Flopped it. I mean, where else has he been? He's been somewhere in Spain as well, hasn't he? Yeah, he's been to. Um, I want to oh, say Valencia, but I'm wrong. Yeah, I know. I was going to say I fancy Tain Valencia. Wasn't uh, here either, was he? I can't think of where it was. He's been right. to what's his? He's he been in, in. Go on. He was in Spain, though. Put it this way. Um, yeah, he was at Seville. That was. I was going to say Seville. He was at Seville. He's been Dortmund. Uh, been Torino. Lazio. He sort of seems like a bit of a cult hero for Lazio. Oh, massively. Last season, he was fantastic for him. So. He's got 109 goals in 150 games for Lazio. I've seen, yeah. seen a stat that when he scored in the Champions League the other week, he scored an absolute hanger. Uh, I think it was game week four. And they were saying that he was one of the highest goal scorers that they have. Not the highest, but he moved into like six. Yeah, something like the sixth or seventh highest goal scorer for them. Well, he, he has 109 goals in 150 appearances for Lazio. That's some stat. I know it's okay, now, as many as that. Yeah, it's mental. It, you know, yeah. it's he did he equal the Serie A record last year? Yeah, well, he, he, he equaled he equaled Higuain's of thirty six last year. Yeah. No, he didn't equal. Yeah, he did. He did. He did. He did. He's got about fourteen penalties. No joke. Yeah, but didn't Ronaldo score about? 18? Yeah, him and Ronaldo both scored about fourteen or thirteen penalties each. Um, but like he says again, I know, uh, Immobile's not talked about. In the same sentence as Harlem, but because it, the thing it, is, it, it, them, go on. The rest of their team is is, is just not really it. No. I mean, they've got good individuals, but they're back four like Luis Felipe and fucking. Do you know what I mean? Like, there's just not really any like no. substance to the sort of spine of the team apart from Immobile. It's like Lazio is another one of those teams where. Obviously, I'm being selfish and talking about Liverpool, but uh, I'm sure Storm would, would think the same. You know, if if you got Lazio in the second round, you'd be happy with it. Oh, I'd be gassed. Yeah. I mean, yeah, you'd be a little bit concerned that Mobley might score a couple. Hopefully, it's not at, at, in, when you're playing at home. But I, I, I don't. I wouldn't be overly worried about playing Lazio if I was any of the top teams. No, the. The thing is with Lazio, there's not a lot of pace in that squad at all. Um, very good creatively. Um, Milinkovic Savage, I absolutely love Milinkovic. Oh, so one of my yeah, favorite. One of my favorite players oh, of all, in, in world football, but um, it works for them in the league. Will it work for them in Champions League? Like he says, the likes of Liverpool, Man City, pace on both things. PSG, another team. Um, I think they'd struggle with it. Um, but um, yeah, I don't, I don't think I don't think neither of the teams in that group are gonna really challenge for the the trophy, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. One of them might be a bit of a uh, little story for the Champions League. But... This way, I think if either of those teams get past the quarterfinals, it's a freakish run for them. Yeah, it's a freakish run, or like you says, either one of the strikers have probably dragged them there. Yeah, uh, Club Bruges, Europa League. Not going to do anything, are they? 
Could not be less interested, mate. Next team. I've got a thing about Club Brugge. Hang on, don't matter, Storms. The European master here. No, every time I've watched Club Brugge play... BT soft PT goal show. Every time I've watched Club Brugge play, they play sick. Well, to back up your statement, to be fair, Storm, they actually did finish on eight points. And... Did have a chance of going through. They're with the no pushovers. I mean, they've got a lot of like Belgian veteran footballers that are actually half decent at playing football. Yeah, they're not like your sort of fucking Andelect where they've got like loads of young players and try and fucking dazzle people. No, they've got bruisers. Like when they beat Man, well, not when they beat Man U. They drew two two with Man U, didn't they? A couple of seasons, couple of seasons back. Yeah, yeah, probably last season, I think. They've. They just seem like they play all right. So I reckon they could be a dark horse to get pretty pretty far in the Europa League because when I've ne- they've never shown me anything otherwise to suggest that they aren't an half-decent side. I, I remember that when they go out next round. But they, I, yeah, I loved it too. They did, when they, they lose did almost, to carry uh, about. They did almost... Uh, well, they should have beat Real Madrid at the Bernabeu um, last year. Oh, they did, yeah, yeah. But the thing is, though, would you be surprised if they went to the King Power and got absolutely bodied? Probably not now. I won't be surprised. No, but would you be surprised if they went there and bodied Leicester? Yeah, I would be. Jamie, if, you know, if you know if they get if if Leicester get drawn up against Club Bruges, Jamie Vardy be licking his fucking lips. And it not your old centre back. I, I, yeah, I know what you say. Gerrard's Stephen Gerrard's famous Ibrox Warriors would slap them all over. Hundred percent. I'd I'd pick Steven Gerrard's famous Ibrox Warriors to beat Leicester. I'd pick Ibrox Warriors to fucking win the thing. I would, to be fair. No, they'll get shit out by Mourinho in a semi final. Yeah. So no, in all honesty, I've got Spurs to Boy, win it. I've got Spurs. That'd be so good to see Rangers v Spurs in the Europa. I'd love that. Oh, uh, Alderweire old getting spun on a Thursday night. I'd fucking love <laughs> it. Buffalo Thursdays. Buffalo Thursdays. Buffalo Thursdays, mate. Come on, the jurors. Anyway, go on, Paul. Uh, Group G. Um, the, well, it was basically the Messi Ronaldo show, weren't it? This group. Yeah. Uh, Juventus finished on 15 points with Barcelona. Uh, Juventus finishing top of a head to head. Donovan Kiev finishing third. Uh, I've never known. I still don't even know to stay out to pronounce the fourth team. Ferran, shoulder, whatever. Sure. Sound like the guy. Oh, give, give us a better go than that, Paul. Come on, people listen to this for it sa- No, it says for entry. I can't get it all. Conversation. I sound like the guy that's going, I didn't call you Boldy Boldy. <laughs> <laughs> sound like that, that Nigerian news reporter reading out the football scores. <laughs> Wait, um, you, 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 <laughs> Shuffles, United. I love I love how when he was saying that, he actually said Asna. Asna. That, I loved that. Asna. <laughs> oh, dear. Anyway, going back to the group, Barcelona finished on 15. Uh, Juventus also finished on 15 points. Um, probably the easiest group out of the lot. Both clearly going to go through. Uh, five five wins each. Uh, in fact, one, they both lost. Oh, they both lost against each other, didn't they? So, yeah. Yeah. Uh, We'll start on we'll start on Juventus. Uh, Juventus, superb cup team. However, I think if they get if they get to the semi-finals, I'll be surprised. Yeah, I would. Um, I can't see them getting very far. But the thing is, though, <laughs> it's Ronaldo in the Champions League. That's what it? I mean. He, he is he is the Champions League player 
of Champions League players. If you're down 2-0, you've got Ronaldo up top, you're still favourites to go through. For some yeah. reason, he, he just pulls out goals from nowhere. If they're pens, if they're headers, if it's a, whatever it is, it makes no difference. He just scores goals, bro. The guy's a machine. I don't think anything would give me more satisfaction than knock, being able to knock Juve out of the Champions League. As a, if we got drawn like Juve in like the quarterfinals or something, and we beat them, that'd fucking I'd probably end. Probably end it. To be fair, <laughs> I've I've got a feeling we're gonna get Barca in the second round. I do. I, I can I can see it. I, oh, I, on based on current form, I mean, you open Barcelona up and climbing their arsehole at the minute. Yeah, it, I, I don't care how bad Barcelona is. I do not want Messi to face on the pitch. Lionel Messi, Messi at any time. Very true, very true. Same same argument with Juve. I think you I, I do actually believe I think Juve have got a worse squad than Barcelona, in my opinion. Um I think they are I think when you go for the midfield, it's quite average, really. Um look at the teams we've look at the teams we've we've said are already through, right? Look at the teams we've said we've already through that you know finished second. I think Juve beat a lot of the teams so far that we've mentioned that finished second, apart from maybe Atletico. I can't. I can't think of any other of the teams that finished second that I think would beat Juventus. Um, but if you look at after that, when they get into the quarters, when you can face anyone, I think there's a lot of teams that do beat Juve. Yeah, I think they've got a really aging back three. I mean, which is end of the day, they've been an aging back three from. Uh, I just. I, don't, think... I just think Juve have lost the time to win the Champions League. I think. They had such a high quality squad, like probably about three, probably the year they lost. I think was it four one against Madrid. I think that was probably the chance for him. Well, they they also lost to, to Barca. Don't forget yeah. In three the final. one, and then four one. But take nothing away, Mario Mandzukic potentially scored probably one of the best overhead kicks I've ever seen in the Champions League final. Yeah, well, apart from Bales. Apart from Bales, but Mandzukic was from like. Uh, From what? <laughs> from like, uh, uh, we seem to have a. I'll, I'll finish up the storm from outside the box. It was basically from would, the top corner of the box, wasn't it? I would, I would. Is that was that surprised about how that goal was? He stopped speaking. Is that the cat gif? Do not yeah, compute. No, the cat shot gif. That's that's what storm looks like right now on our screen. Yeah, I, I, I do think that that goal was slightly better than Bale's. That's not just because the Bale was, one was against me. Really? I do think the Mandzukic one was better. Oh, I don't know about that, man. And, but saying that, my favourite Champions League final goal of all time will always Zidane. be Zidane. So. Yeah. Ham, uh, Hamden Park. Anyway, going back Still to Barcelona and Juventus. Um, I don't think we're Perlo. I don't think they've got a manager there that can... Get them to a Champions League final. I mean, you could probably say that about Di Matteo with Chelsea, but I just don't think the the squad at the minute is strong enough to win the Champions League. Um, Ronaldo can probably get them as far as he can, maybe the semi-finals, but the final. But I can't see him winning it. Uh, Barcelona. I mean, I don't know what to say about Barcelona. Man. They're in disarray. Is a word coming to my mind. Uh, Ronald Koeman's at his depth. I thought he was at his depth uh, Everton. He looks at his depth even more at Barca. Um, I think uh, the thing is at Barcelona, I do actually believe they've got a good enough squad to go on to do, have a decent one in the Champions League. 
take, even, even if you take uh, Messi, you've got Ansu Fati, great player. Anton Griezmann, great player. Frankie de Jong, misused. Um, Serginio Dest is a good, a really good young right back. Um, for, for me, Paul, the thing is, with, um, with Koeman, and this is a bit of a conspiracy, but I think there's a lot of it going on with, um, with a lot of different managers you know, across different leagues. For me, as far as Barca are concerned, he's the fall guy to try and get rid of some some off the wage bill. Dead one, yeah, yeah, I agree. Hundred percent, because they've got a very similar problem to what United have had for the last what five or six years, where they can still buy players, but they can't get people off the fucking wage bill, and they can't yeah. get money for players whatsoever. And I think he's there as the fall guy at the minute. Um, you know, regardless of results, I reckon their plan for Coman is do us a favour. Have a couple of transfer windows and get rid of some fucking wages off the off the wage bill, hundred percent. And I think as soon as he does do, then what you'll see is them shell out a bit of cash, get a new, get a proper spine to the team because they're not they're not they've not got any real physicality, any real leadership quality there at, at the minute. They've just not um, no. get some of that going, get some legs in midfield, and then we'll have another go at it in three four seasons. At the minute, I just can't see it for for one well, second. I, I read something read something interesting about Barca. Um, Apparently, they were about a month away from filing for bankruptcy, bankruptcy before the Suarez transfer. Uh, I don't, I'm not sure about uh, I can't ever see a team like Barcelona going to I can't ever see that either, but apparently that was a strong rumour going around Spain. I thought he was going to say going around Indy Carlos. Uh, I thought he was going around Indy Carlos DMs, mate. Um, but one thing I will say about Barcelona this season, apart from the result against Juve, uh, the loss at home... On Wednesday, I think it was Wednesday night, um, which they were a bit unfortunate. I think some of the, the one of the penalties was soft, proper soft, but they actually had quite a decent um, first five games. Obviously, went to Juventus uh, at the start away and played really well and deserved to beat Juventus. To be fair, I thought they, I was really impressed with them compared to how they were in the league. Ronaldo wasn't playing though, was he? Uh, no, he wasn't. Not in the first one. He wasn't, but. At the time, Barca was in disarray in the league, and then for them to go to Juve. My my thing with Barca is, um, you know, what everything you said there is right. There's some good players there. There is some good players there, and you know, on the day with Messi, they can beat almost anyone. I wouldn't want to face Barca next round. They they can they can beat anyone. Obviously, they've got the best player to ever live playing in the team. Even if he's not at his absolute peak, yeah. he is still there. Um, can they no. win it? No, not women, George. No. Um, I'd be absolutely gobsmacked. I'd be, I'd be happy to see Messi win. I would. I do want to see Messi win one last Champions League. What with Stair? <laughs> you think? You think even Messi could win them a Champions League? You're off your head, mate. They're fucking bottlers. Can you play centre? Can you play centre half? What for you, lot? <laughs> <laughs> Mate, you're sticking Werner at centre half. You're sticking Werner at centre half. You see how he keeps the ball away from you. Yeah? Over fucking Barcelona back for any day of the fucking week, mate. I'm afraid it's not hard, though, is it? I know. Oh, obviously not. I mean, when you've got players like Clement Longley and fucking Gerard Piquet, you've got such an agenda against Gerard Piquet, aren't you? Yeah, because he's crap. He's getting old, man. I don't care if he's getting old. The only reason he's rated is because he's in bed. I think I'd probably me. point fingers at Longley more than fucking Joe Piquet because he is a Longley overrated is, sack oh, of shite. 
he's a suspect centre back. Yeah. Thing is though, right? So, like, wasn't Umtiti meant to be good? Like, what happened there? Oh, yeah, until he got linked. Umtiti with had a really, really bad injury, didn't he? Yeah, really bad. And then he got linked with Arsenal, and everyone was like, "If he's getting linked with Arsenal, he can't be that good." So, yeah, that that's going to knock any player's confidence in it. Yeah, Arsenal being linked with you. That is going to do nothing for your self-esteem. <laughs> unless, you, unless you're Jack Grealish, in which case he was like, I need to prove I'm better than these. Yeah, yeah. And then he got yeah, linked yeah, with United, exactly. and that's even worse. And now, he's, <laughs> and now he's out here doing some madness. Well, uh, well, before we move on from Group G, before Storm mentions how good this team is, does anyone want to touch on Dynamo Kiev in the Europa League? The silence is deafening. We'll move on. Sorry, yeah. mate. Ne- next up, mate. Next. Very bothered about. The oh, we have actually come to the final group, which is oh. a personal favourite of mine. What a surprise! What, what, a what, what edition is this? This is uh, this is episode seven thousand six hundred thirty-four of United Slander, aka How's the Bacon? Did you say? How's the bacon? Did you say? Well, uh, I'll, I'll I'll dive right into it, boys. Um, it is Group H. Uh, Paris Saint-Germain topped the group on 12 points uh, along with Leipzig on 12 points. Let's let's just speak about Neymar before we get get into Man United. Well, let me just finish the group and then we'll talk about it. Man United finished third going into Europa League. What a shame. (laughs) On nine points. Um, And Istanbul uh, finished fourth with three points. The only... Istanbul be? So the only team, the only points Istanbul ah. picked up were uh, at home to Man United. I like what you Stick. did there. I like what you did there, Fat. I see what you did there, mate. I, honestly, I'd forgotten. Well, I mean, where do we begin in this group? You obviously said you wanted to talk on, you want to touch on the Neymar performance yesterday. Well, uh, not just yesterday. You know, against United in the second to last game, he was on form as well. Yeah, he was. Mm-hmm. I mean, don't get me wrong, he's the best player in my football, in my opinion. I'll always say that. So. We- was vintage Neymar last night. He was. He, he, he was, was the YouTube compilations all at once. Wasn't he? Every was single stop that he had, he pulled it out to make sure that they finished top of that group. Yeah. I mean, the first goal, the this the feint to the nutmeg to then just bending oh. it top bins. Oh, that was mean, sticky, mate. Oh god, it was like it was like Neymar and Mbappe were just computers. The the way that they were passing between each other, they were absolutely annihilating them. I thought um, Istanbul. You know, I know obviously they only beat United, but you know there was a lot of games where they, they actually put in. Um, yeah, I agree. Wins. Well, they played. They, they didn't play particularly bad against PSG. It's just obviously PSG got Neymar and Mbappe went on their day. Obviously, can tear tear people apart. But I thought from watch, I actually watched the entire game, and even. Like, they defend moderately well for a team that's got Martin Skirtle and another Turkish 40-year-old at centre-half. <laughs> they they pass it around all right. I mean, Demba Bar's a decent focal point for him. However, Barold's Demba Bar now, 36. What yeah. year was he a decent focal point? No. Eh, probably the other. Uh, what do you know for their teammate? They're just... Older player, in it with fast wingers. That's what I mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. But I think it's, it's one thing we do need to, to kind of touch on a little bit. I, not, not too much, uh, because 
seems that every week we're talking about something similar like this, but it's a shame to see the scenes that we saw on Tuesday to the fact that we had to play the game again on Wednesday. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and I think it's, I mean, we, we talk about it often. It's it's not fair. It's not something that should happen. It's something that should be kicked out of the game. It's interesting to see what sanctions UEFA are going to impose on themselves. I doubt it would be very, because very heavy from them. You've seen the sanctions they give to, te- to teams that aren't them. They're probably not even going to be a fine for this one. Probably not. So, you know, but at the end of the day, it's 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 a it's a disgusting chapter of you know football once again. But like you say, Neymar, Mbappe, PSG on the day are going to be a fairly tough opponent for most teams. Um, I still stand by the fact that they'll never win it. They'll, they'll never win it. Um, never. I don't think PSG will ever win the Champions League. It's a bold statement. I don't think they'll. Uh, they'll I don't. I don't think a team. I mean, they're not a team. They're not a team. That's no, why no, they'll never win it. No, no. I mean, let me speak. Um, <laughs> I don't. I don't know. If, let me talk. Let me talk. I don't. I don't know if there'll be a team <laughs> in the Champions League to win it with a league that poor in my lifetime. Normally, when a team wins it, other than potentially probably Bayern Munich last year when they walked the league as well, there's normally some form of competition in the league where you think they have to raise their level to play games. Bayern Munich at least have to raise their level to play against teams like Dortmund most of the time. Whereas PSG play Dijon Mustard FC, Cannes, um, you know, Rennes, like Hartburn and Mustard FC, you know, they're just bullying them every week. They bully them every week. And then it comes when you've got a two-legged tie against a team like Chelsea, who plays competitive football every week in a league where they have to they have to scrap ever for points every week. And they can't raise the game and they end up bottling it. So I, I don't I see PSG getting far, but once again, I don't see them winning it. No, I don't see them winning it. If I had to pick one team that I wouldn't want to play at the moment, it would probably be PSG, just down to the fact that they've got Neymar and everything. Yeah, but United beat them the other year. Yeah, I know, but... Like... And United beat him again this year. Yeah, I I wouldn't be be overly worried about PSG if I was a team like... This is the thing, we've been knocked out of Champions League probably more times by PSG than anyone. But back when it was like Ibrahimovic, Demba Bar knocked you out with PSG. No, Demba Cavani was playing against you at that point, wasn't he? Yeah. Yeah. Demba Bar kept us in and Mourinho ran to the goal line, didn't he? Also, David Luiz has also knocked us out as well before for playing for PSG. A ninety-third minute header. That's so. That was joke. probably one of the from basically from outside of the box. From th- it was absolutely outrageous. I think the only way I can see PSG winning it is if um, Navas is fit and uh, Marquinhos is playing at centre back, which is sometimes well not centre back, maybe centre defensive mid. Um, if he's fit and with Verratti playing in centre midfield when he's fit. The thing is with PSG, when it comes to big games in the Champions League, I always feel like they're missing someone. It's always someone out by suspension or injury. The boys, Verratti is always missing like throughout their campaigns in the Champions League, apart from probably last year. I think I don't think Verratti played in the final, did he? No. 
they're thinking that right. We we said this on the previous UEFA Champions League yeah. pod, didn't we? That it'd be interesting to see how they'd have got on if Baratti had played. Now, in all honesty, if I if they were fit throughout this Champions League campaign, I could actually probably see them winning it. Um, but big factor against that is they've probably got the biggest fraud in in charge in world football um, in Tuchel. So, like you says, first, I don't. Uh, if they get to the final again, I wouldn't be that surprised. If they've lost, I wouldn't be that surprised. We've seen we've seen how they've defended in this group stage as well. You know, was that yeah. is it that Pereira or Danilo? Danilo sent a defensive mid. Oh, Danilo! You look like Clint Eastwood then from Grant. Oh, the the, the, <laughs> <laughs> the, the disgust, the disgust on my face as I thought of Danilo. Oh God! Yeah, Danilo's not a not it. I mean, like you touched on at the, at the start with all the what went off in the Istanbul Paris uh, Saint Germain game, the fact that both teams collectively decided to go off, which was um, really big for me watching it. I thought at least the mech, finally someone's making a stand instead of people going, oh, we might, uh, next time this happens, we'll go off. And it shows, on it? They actually went off, and instead of like, um, UEFA like going, oh, we'll get it back together. They're like, no, we'll stay off and we're not playing until someone sort it's that. It's easier to do it when there's no fans in, though. That's true, but it'd be interesting um, to see if they'd have done that if there was seventy thousand in the stadium. Yeah, maybe, but end of the day, they did the right thing. Yeah, um, I have no idea what the fourth. Yeah, I, I don't know what's going to happen with the fourth well, fishing. Like, to be fair, because it, it... go on, Storm. Well, this is the thing. There's so many arguments with like what was said and what like. There's there's no question. Like if it, someone finds it offensive, then it's obvious it's it's offensive. Yeah, yeah. Like, obviously, it's said something wrong. Can't be said. There's a tremendous it's, lack of awareness. So many people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like for, for I me, mean, it's wound me up just reading stuff on Twitter about people that think they fucking know it all about it, and it's just like yeah. No, there's a, just, there's a, just have there's a day a off and just accept the fact that it was wrong. And they've they've walked off in solidarity, which is what people have been wanting. Yeah, exactly. I agree. Yeah, from the fourth from the fourth official's perspective, the lack of awareness there is what's so alarming. It's really, really alarming. The fact that there's someone in that in that seat in that um, in environment that, in that in that, in that, in that such job, big stage as well. Role on that yeah, stage, exactly. who's worked so something. hard and and had to had to be perfect and everything in everything they do. How someone can be allowed to be in that role who's got so li- such little awareness about what they're actually saying is alarming yeah. to me. Yeah, I agree. Um, I don't know what action he's going to get. I don't know if uh, UEFA have said anything about how they're going to deal deal with it. I know Fats has just said it's UEFA, so probably lightly, if 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 anything. But um, but yeah, shall we, shall we go on to the... Well, the big crunch game. Oh, we yeah, let me. I mean, fucking. I normally, we start the show with the biggest games and we work our way down to the games that aren't important. A bit like the match of the day schedule, but I feel like it's perfect that we've got to group page and we've got to the last game and it's Leipzig, Man United, all on the line. Oh, It's like WrestleMania, you know. We're all, here for, we're all here for this 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 last game. And Man United, we thought, well... It suits them to a tee. They'll probably sit back and settle for a draw and go through. 
Um, well, guess and, fucking what? I'm probably can't attack against Leipzig. Bloody. But like Stormsman said, uh, they got absolutely bodied. You know what I want? You know what I want to understand, Paul, right? It's very obvious with how they set up that the team talk and the entire run up to the game was all about just stay tight, boys. Stay tight and don't let them in. He played seven defenders and he just said to them, stay tight, just don't let them in. Within a minute, they're one nil down and I'm fucking <laughs> screaming. You know what? This is what screams towards me, right? After the game, he said, we know we had to defend court crosses, right? It looks like it told them to specifically not defend crosses. That's how bad they were at defending crosses. Yeah, I heard McGuire come out in an interview, didn't he? He says, we need to defend as a team better with crosses. And I'm thinking, is this guy real? I mean, did he watch his mistake for the third goal? Well, which... I, I thought the third goal... I mean, a lot of people said a lot of bad things about De Gea, which obviously I agree with. He made himself smaller for some reason. Um, but I do believe that's actually Maguire's error. I, don't, I thought how it's 100% Maguire's error. How he can let the ball error. go across him in that area is fucking criminal. But I'm 80, just gonna... mil, 80 million pounds. Fuck <laughs> off. Timo, Timo Werner would have kept that out, believe me. Because all he, all, he, all he does at the minute, at the minute is keep the ball out the net. He'd have kept that out. Believe me. We just me. stick him in goal for my They could have saved 30 million quid and he stuck Timo Werner at centre half. We could have put him in green kit. Well, I've got I've got a you know a clip here and I'm hoping the sound carries through. If it doesn't, we're just gonna cut it. Um but this is what Ollie Gunnar Solskjaer had to say. <laughs> Can't hear that gash. Help Can't me out, that gash. Can't hear that, mate. <laughs> cut. Oh, I live it. I've Come cleaned on. it up. That gets caught. But basically, as a footballer, you can't feel sorry for yourself. <laughs> Apart from the cut for a couple of minutes. Straight away, you feel sorry for yourself and you get over it. The guy's clueless. He's not got a Scooby. Right? So, the thing is, though, with Manchester United, I mean, I was adamant they were going to make it through, which makes it even better for Honestly, me if they didn't. I, I don't think I've ever had such a big grin on my face watching a game. But you look at you look at the games, right? So the way they started off, they beat PSG. Yeah, fantastic performance, really. Um, then they beat Leipzig five nil. At home, yeah. Oh no! Or they may have they may have. No, no, you're right, you're right, you're right, you're right. They, they but then, yeah, oh yeah, they did. So they played they played Istanbul, and if they'd have beaten Istanbul, they'd have gone through. I can guarantee you, if they'd have beaten Istanbul, they'd have gone through. Well, it worked out in the end that that's actually what, what happened. It, they, if they'd have drew with Leipzig right at the end, which they, they tried to do the, the, the comeback again, but when you're leaving yourself... I'm, I'm, I need to touch goals. on this comeback. This, this comeback, the, neither goal should have stood. Yeah, they, do it every single, they do it every single time, and I don't understand how they're so... Fucking spawning. Now, the handball, Maguire, come off hand, Harry Maguire's hand. And I thought in Europe, if it fucking grazes your fingernail, it's a handball. I don't think it did. I man. don't think it, it did. It come bro. off Harry Maguire's hand. I don't think it does, you know. No, it, 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 I, I promise you, I, I, from the angle that I've seen, it's come off his hand. Were you, were you behind a wall from 30 yards? Now the the penalty 
Don't even don't get me started on the penalty. That's never been a pen in my life. The, the shoulder to shoulder. <laughs> not even not even with the, the shambolic decisions I see and never been a pen in how the rules are. Never not only that, not not only is that not a pen, but the fact that they didn't go back to when Greenwood has dragged the defender back to get in front of him and given a foul the other way. I don't understand it. They're making the rules as to go along. So don't worry. My next mission, because I've, I've now solved offside, as we know, that's going to be snapped up. Jobs are good. And my next mission is down <laughs> to what's clear and obvious and what's not. Updates to follow. That's but, that's a more difficult one to solve. I'm, I'll, de- I'll decide, mate. Look. I'll decide. <laughs> but I think the thing... Go on. No, go on fast. Go on fast. I was, was going to say, like, they just... They, they bowled it, United. This, this, yeah. this group... They had it in the palm of their hand, and we were saying at the start, when the groups were made, we looked at that group and said, the group's actually gone in terms of who's finished in what position. It's gone how everyone expected it to go. No one expected United to get through. No. But, they, but they got to the point where it was within their grasp, and they pulled it. Yeah, they snatched defeat from the jaws of victory, didn't they? Um, and I'm sure a lot of United fans were very upset today, and uh, I woke up with a grin on my face. I thought watching the game, I thought they, they deserved to be 3-0 down. I mean, Leipzig absolutely outplayed. Leipzig played exactly how I imagined they'd play when they faced him away. Um, but just didn't quite materialise for him. And Man United were ruthless on the counter-attack. And I think that's where you probably see the best Man United. I mean, I've mentioned this many times. When they try and soak up pressure and they counter-attack with all the attacking players and pace up front. But it just didn't work for him. Um, and I thought 3-2 was um, probably harsh on Leipzig again, just to be fair. I don't think it should have ever got to the point where Man United were close to get, snatching like, a point and going like, through. Storm's very... Storm, your, right, your Storm, signal turn is that very... Turn that machine off and start <laughs> could have had five first off. He's back, he's back. Yeah, they could have done. Sorry, um, am I back? Am I back? You're back now. Um but yeah, and yeah, like you said, I don't think this game was lost here. Um, I'm not surprised that they lost the way to Leipzig, uh, like you mentioned, the Istanbul game, and I think Skulls probably mentioned it on BT as well. Games like that, that's where you want to, where your Champions League's gone. You need to secure points away from home in tough decision, in tough stadiums. Well, I mean, there's no fans there, but in tough away outfits like that. But a draw and, at Istanbul, um, they would have gone through, wouldn't they? Yeah. I believe so, yeah. I don't know, actually. I don't think, no, I don't even think they would have done. Um, no, they wouldn't have done. Well, a win, they, they, a win a... they would have done, definitely. A win they would have done, yeah. No, because if, but... if they'd have drew with Leipzig at the end, they'd have gone through as well, wouldn't they? Yeah. They only needed a draw against Leipzig. Because there was an own, they, they almost, Leipzig almost scored an own goal in the 90th minute, didn't they? Yeah. Ex-Liverpool goalkeepers to the rescue, mate. That's it was. Glatchy, uh, mate. But, you know, I mean, are Man United going to do well in the Europa League? Maybe. They might win it. Uh, I think they've got a good enough team to win it. it they might win it, you know. It, comes to a good enough team. I, I don't, I don't, but I think if they come up against Spurs, I mean, we see what happened against Spurs earlier on in the season, didn't we? I'm not saying they're going to lose 6-1 at home again, but, you know, it's... I don't see how they beat Spurs over two legs. I don't think Jose would be too worried about Man United over two legs. I think it'd be quite comfortable for him. I think if Man United avoid Spurs um, 
till the final, then the public got a chance. But if Spurs are in it, I still think Spurs are quite firm favourites, in my opinion, for the Europa League. I, I, it'd be interesting to see if Leicester got United. Yeah, that's true. Um, they've been... They, yeah, they could have a chance against them, to be fair. But just, the thing is with this, you don't know who you're going to get there at the minute. Not to the draws out. You've no idea that you come up against... Bogey. I don't know how it works in the Europa League. I, I, it, I don't get how the teams that have come down pick who they get in the next round. I, n- I never understand it. I think it's a bit of a different draw. Yeah. To kind of, cause obviously, with uh, the Champions League, it's pretty clear, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, you, know, who, you know who you can't get and who you can get. Uh, I don't necessarily know. Do we know when the draw is? Monday. It's normally that. Yeah, it's normally Monday, isn't it? It's definitely straight. It's not. It's it's going to be either tomorrow or Monday. I'm sure of it. So with the Champions League, how it's it is? It's guaranteed. Well, it's Monday. So Sorry, with, the the draw. The both the draws are on Monday. Yeah, because the Europa League is normally straight afterwards. Um, but with with the Champions League, how it is? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, who who if you if you could pick a team, I know most people are probably going to say Bayern, but who, who would we back at this point? Um, if I had to pick one team to win Champions League, buy-in for me. Uh, I'm gonna say I'm gonna say Atletico Madrid. Um, uh, oh, is that Paul or Guck? I can see. No, it's me. Um, I don't know. I just I just can't see Bayern Munich winning again. I just only think of Madrid that can win it like back to back. Um, I think Bayern Munich are favourites. Don't get me wrong. I think it'd be shot when they go out. I just, I don't know. I just, with our athletic coverage playing at the minute and they've got Jao Felix. Well, out, um, of, out of interest, I do, I have, I have gone and looked up the, uh, the bookies favourites. Not that we condone betting on this channel, but no, we, as, just, as, just give you a, just give you a, uh, an idea of, you know, what, what people think the favourites are. Uh, Bayern Munich are, are the favourites quite strongly. Yeah. Uh, at 11 to 4. Um, you've got Man City second favourites. Yeah, obviously. Closely followed by Liverpool. Yeah. Uh, then we have PSG, Chelsea, and Barca. So I've like I'm, I'm, I'm. If, if I'm you, if you, if you're back in Atletico Madrid, Paul, it's eighteen to one. So fill your boots, lad. I think. Th- I mean, it's like it says it's early days yeah. of the season, but Atletico Madrid are in more uh, are on better form than Bayern Munich at the minute. In my opinion, out of curiosity, what what are, what what are Chelsea, PSG, and Barca odds? Um, Chelsea are fourteens. Fourteens. Uh, PSG and nines. And yeah. what was the one you said? Barca. Uh, Barcelona are sixteens. If Barcelona win it, it's keys to shot, mate. Honest. Um. And and if if anyone fancies Porto at hundred to one, are they the least favourite? Go, go and get your head checked. Yeah, the the, the, the three lowest are Porto, Lazio, and Munchen Gladbach, which I think is pretty yeah, fair. Four. Yeah, I think that's fair. Yeah, yeah well, I'm going to say Atletico Madrid. So are you three going Bayern? I'm I'm saying Bayern, mate. Yeah. Storm, I go Chelsea. <laughs> Sorry, mate. I was having a Bayern scram. Yeah, definitely Bayern. So three and Bayern, and I'll, I'll stick my neck out for George, and I think I'll go Athletic Madrid as well. So 
I'm gonna I'm gonna cancel everything they've said and Liverpool are gonna win it. <laughs> a movie like that, mate, it's a fucking Frank Lampard's Chelsea Canter. Uh well before we move on to this weekend's fixtures, do you want to, who's your, who are you gonna have for the opening then? Are we all having Spurs? I expect Spurs to win it, yeah. I'd honest to God, I'd absolutely adore it if Rangers won it. <laughs> yeah. I'd love that. Um, I, I, I think I wouldn't be surprised. Uh, my outside shout for the Europa League is by Leverkusen. Leverkusen have been have woke up this season and chose violence. <laughs> They're unbeaten in the league. Well, they've been they've been I dragged th- back for the last few years from Havertz, haven't they? I think they're unbeaten in the Europa League, also. Yeah, they're unbeaten in the the second, I think. Yeah, big. Uh, Big shot that goes. I, I quite like that. One, one thing I do want to say, Paul, as well, before we get on to the, the Premier League games, is it's been, you know, an interesting uh, group game, uh, Champions League Group 6, uh, or Game 6, sorry. Um, and uh, I wanted to throw in, not necessarily a hell of the week, because you only get one of them, but of the of the round of fixtures, there was a couple of, there was a couple of funny things that happened. Um, we had um, obviously Ollie's team talk, which we touched on afterwards. <laughs> press conference. Um, you know, there's, him. Um, there's plenty of other things that went down, but for me, if anyone's seen Aaron Wambasaka's back heel, it's a tempt, you mean? Yeah. Um, I, I want I want people to go and have a look at that. If you've not seen it, please go look at it. Aaron, <laughs> Aaron Wambasaka. Um, if you've ever seen a German Nazi sign try and do a back heel, that's what happens. <laughs> <laughs> he is funny though. Oh, the guy is box office, isn't he? I, I will, I will say, Aaron Wambasaka is one of my favourite players to watch the footballers ever seen. Um, he's going forward, just so dreadful. It's funny, <laughs> and then if it's not that, it's it's. You know, a last-ditch tackle. You know, he's fallen on his face. He gets back up. He wins the ball. You can't say he's not fun to watch. It's like the right-back Phil Jones, isn't it? He would give me a heart attack in my team. I'd hate him to be in my team. But he's he's so good to watch. Do you know, this is the thing about the Man United game. I know that we're about to move on, but Oli dragged so many players off. Because he ain't got a foggiest, mate. Brought off Luke Shaw. Shouldn't have been on the pitch. Brought on Brandon Williams, who shouldn't also be on the pitch. Yeah. And then he brought off Wan-Bissaka and brought on Tim... Was it Fozzie Mensah? Yeah. No, he brought on... No, he brought on... No, he brought on Fozzie Mensah for Wan-Bissaka and he brought on Twan Zibi for Lindelof. When they were three one down in the 80th minute, yeah, you, you know when I'm three you know one down, true. right? With ten minutes left, the one thing that I need to do is freshen up my centre halves. What a fucking idiot! <laughs> you know, if I did that on Football Manager, I mean, it... I'd expect to get sacked. <laughs> oh dear. Well, like we're talking about Man United, should we? Should we move on to the the weekend's games, boys? Because there's some there's a big fixture this week, including Man United. Uh, well, I'll, I'll start with Friday's game. 
Uh, Villa versus Newcastle. Um, I believe this is a re. Is this a re? This is the replay. I thought it was Villa versus Wolves this weekend. No, yeah, um, Villa Wolves is the Saturday morning game. Paul, what, check your facts. Like. Oh, sorry, man, I went the wrong week. I thought <laughs> when I seen it. Paul, you got one fucking job, you. I've got one job, mate. <laughs> I'm on the fourth, man. I'm thinking that last week. It is Leeds versus West Ham Friday. Um, okay. Should be a decent game. Two teams that have played some decent football this season also have leaked goals, uh, especially Leeds. But I'm actually intrigued to watch this, to be fair. I think it'll be a good game on Friday. It's nice to have the Premier League back straight away. Week in, week out. No international force. We're not bothered about. Well, we're gonna have we're gonna have two games, two prem games a week now, or two exactly. game, game days a week, which means midweek match of the day, midweek worse. <laughs> midweek worse, man. That's what we're yeah. all here for. Um, early kickoff on Saturday was just another game. game. I'd be interested to watch that as well. That'd be two, another well, good game. Yeah. Uh, Newcastle West Brom, me. Very me. As a bacon, did you see? And that's that's all I can get from that game, really. The big game of the weekend, Man United versus Man City, the Manchester Derby. Uh, Man United actually got a decent record against Pep's side. Uh, unfortunately, not. Says I love the Manchester Derby. I absolutely love it. Whatever happens, it's funny. Yeah. Like he says, Man United have actually got a decent record um, recently against City. Now, so. they've, now they've been knocked out of the Champions League. Don't be surprised if they beat City. Do no. not be surprised. I won't be surprised, but I do feel like City have finally playing how I expected them this season. All but against crap teams. But I do think they're starting to get a bit uh, back to the old selves. So I still won't be surprised if Man City went and dished them. Uh, big game for your lot, Storm. It's Evan home to Chelsea. Yeah. Um, that I would never want to put him. I'm looking forward to it, to be honest. Yeah. I wouldn't want to put my one on any team. I think it could be can any score on that could. That's why you sat these games. Uh, Sunday, Southampton versus Sheffield. Uh, could get even more sticky for Chris Wilder. Very informed Sheffield United t- uh, Southampton team against a team that can't score or pick up points. The most informed Sheffield United we've ever seen. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Palace, who've just hit five past West Brom at home to Spurs. That'd be an interesting game. Um, I imagine Spurs would probably cruise for it, but Palace have got a decent attacking lineup. With Zaha, Matt Storm's favourite, and Eze, who's in fine form at the minute. Uh, Fulham at home to Liverpool. If we don't win this, I'll eat my goddamn hat. If I'm taking honest with you, oh, don't say that. Don't say I mean, that. Oh, it's good job, boy. You've got a lot of hats, mate. I've got enough in the background, mate. I'll be all right. Should be a dub, but. This is football, we never know. I'm just kidding. The big game of the week, second big game of the week, Arsenal home to Burnley. Six-pointer. It's sticky. <laughs> the battle at the bottom, mate. That's I mean, like Damien put it, didn't he, this week on the chat? <coughs> we're playing Burnley at home and it's a six-pointer in December. It's it's, <laughs> it's bottom of the barrel stuff, isn't it, at the minute? Sticky. Like you said, sticky, it rhymes, it rhymes with icky, that's what it does, mate. Yeah. Uh, what I will say, I mean, we don't condone gambling here at the Worms. We never do. We never will. But Burnley are 5-1 to one to win that game. I mean, if I had a tenner, lump. Lump on. Fucking um, hell. Hang on, really? Right, this, is me, this is me condoning betting. <laughs> Get 
Get your tenors on Burnley. I'm telling you, that, that smells like Chris Wood 1-0, doesn't it? It does. It's a 3-1 draw, an 11-20 for Arsenal win. I think that's crazy. I don't care how shit Burnley are. Arsenal are as bad as them at the minute. And Leicester home to Brighton, uh, which I will be tuning into. I, I think that'd be quite a decent game to be fair. I think Brighton plays some decent football. Leicester. Yeah. It's, on Prime. it's on Amazon Prime as well, isn't it? Yeah, I think so. Now, that's all your Premier League yeah. games. That's it. So, I'm looking forward to it. Like I said, one of the biggest games of the season, Man United Man City. I'm sure we'll all be watching with interest. Open a draw bin for either team, really. Is it on Sky, that game? Um, I believe. Yeah, it's on yeah, Sky, obviously. Yeah, it's oh, on Sky. So while I'm watching it, I'll be three. I'm very, very, sure. very, much, in, very, very much enjoy uh, Man City. Yeah, we're struggling with uh, Stomps. Uh, I don't know where he is or his network, but it's, it's sticky at the minute, mate. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, anyway. <laughs> oh, you're horrible, man. Um, he's just put loud me. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, anyway, we'll be back um, again on Monday. I believe Briglet will be joining us to, uh, to share his thoughts about how well the Forest are playing at the minute. Uh, scintillating football day at the start at the um, at the Trent. It's looking they really good. They can't wait to come on and talk uh, about it. I'm just hoping if he gets through the week to get on, to be fair. <laughs> it's looking a bit drastic for him at the minute. But yeah, we'll be back on uh, Monday talking about the weekend's game. So I hope you enjoyed it. We'll see you in a bit. Peace.